community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Friday. Thank you for being up and Adam. My name is Adam Montiel. I don't think I was ready for the rain. I'm walking the dog every day, the park and the grass and the dirt's all drying up. Pathways don't have mud on them anymore. All of a sudden it starts raining again. I guess we got more of it. We got a whole weekend in front of us. I'm excited. We have some friends who we sent to the world of Pinot Noir. Congrats to Robin Wolf, Sarah Elena, who won tickets for today. Also, uh, Curtis Cordonzo, Stephen Hidalgo, who won tickets for Saturday. A lot of people were all up in on that from Up and Adam, also the poor, and the posts on Instagram. So thank you so much for getting in. Thank you so much to the world of Pinot Noir for hooking us up with like 600 bucks worth of tickets. I mean, these tickets are not cheap. These events, I mean... You're talking about over 100 wineries each day, Ritz-Carlton, Baccarat, the best Pinot Noirs on earth are all right now being poured in glasses in Santa Barbara at the Baccarat. So thanks so much to World of Pinot Noir. We will be taping a live episode of The Pour on Saturday. So if you are out there, come by and say hello. Today we got Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society as we do every Friday. Looking forward to it. This pet of the week, by the way, is a special one. Got like a lab mix. Also, there was a lab mix. It must be gone by now. But I got a text yesterday afternoon. They have this like lab puppy mix. There's no way that one's still around. But this one today, a two-year-old with a story behind it. You got to give Penguin a try. Beautiful pet of the week. Can't wait to introduce you when we talk to Robin Coleman later on. Also, today we're going to talk to Blake Beltram, friend of the show. We've had him on the morning show a bunch. She is the co-founder of Mind Body, writer, truth teller, podcast host, public speaker, just a great dude. And he is going to, he's one of the first of many guests I want to bring on to kind of deconstruct this TEDx that we're going to be doing coming up on April 14th, packslow.org, TEDx in full effect, a TEDx talk happening at the Pack at Cal Poly on April 14th. We were asked to be one of the speakers. I can't wait. I'm scared to death, but I thought it'd be more fun in listening to everybody kind of talk about how that's like, oh, just wait for my TEDx. I want to break this down and deconstruct this from the beginning so that if you, you know, do go out and check out the TEDx or, I mean, shoot, I'm sure a lot more people are going to see it online. That's the nature of these things. You will, you will have felt like you were a part of this from the beginning. How the hell does one do a TEDx? I have no idea. We are doing this together. Blake Beltram is going to be today's version of our assistance and our hand in getting us a little bit further in this path. So I'm excited for it. Lots to come before we get into our lo-fi headlines. Let us thank our friends at Barometer Coffee. Did you know that just like great wine, great coffee starts with the origin of the plant. It's all about it. Growing region, terroir, altitude, of course, weather. All that translates to taste. Our friends at Barometer pick and choose premium source beans from the best regions in Central and South America. They go for communities dedicated to sustainability and family prosperity. From there, it's all about the perfect roast, not trying to get in the way, almost like the best winemakers here. Do as little as possible. 
They simply roast with no intervention, no oils, no additives, no artificial flavors, no nothing. So you taste 100% premium coffee beans craft roasted here in slow. BarometerCoffee.com on Insta at Barometer Coffee Co. You can also go to my website, AdamMontiel.com and win a bag for yourself. Win a bag for yourself. All right, so what? So what? I got some new toys. It doesn't matter. It's all good. BarometerCoffee.com BarometerCoffee.com And at Barometer Coffee Co. Mm. Okay, that's going to be fun to use. Let's do some lo-fi headlines. Up in Adam's lo-fi headlines. This pretty big news, nonprofit health system Adventist Health announced it's purchased two big hospitals in Slow County from Tenet. The $550 million acquisition will include Sierra Vista as well as Twin Cities, Slow Templeton respectively, as well as the related physician practices and imaging centers surrounding. Transaction expected to be completed this spring. Adventist Health, they are a faith-based nonprofit that runs 26 hospitals across the West Coast and Hawaii. Well, kind of saw this writing on the wall for the wine community last harvest. I remember being at In Bloom, I was having some dinner and somebody was like, heard me talking about wine. They're like, hey, are you making wine again this year? I'm like, no, why? You want to buy some cab? Like <laughs> people were trying to unload some fruit for real. The Turrentine Brokerage released their annual Grape Crush Report for 2023 that provides growers and wineries insight into the inventory position for the California wine business over the past year. And they found the biggest concern was the lack of demand. Unfortunately, demand was down due to a lack of consumer sales as compared to previous years. You know, we should get we should get Anthony Bazzano on here to talk about this. The 3.6 million that was crushed statewide and the 530,000 plus that was crushed in the Central Coast would have, could have been a lot larger, which would have created an even greater excess supply going into 2024, just didn't happen. Some of this could be just the rain, and I know a lot of folks are are all right with it. They quoted my girl, Brianne Ingalls, who's the winemaker for Shamasol, was like, look, we, we welcome the rain. And despite the many factors that impacted the economy, Shamasol the brand she makes wine for was nominated for Wine Enthusiast Winery of the Year last year. Some great folks at Chamisol. What a year. All right, finally, some fashion news, because you know we do that a lot. If you want to be cool, you've got to just act like you don't care, but only to a point. Listen to this. And we have talked about the evolution of trends in jeans, because they have gone all over the place. And I feel even more in the last five, six years. Zara, now selling women's jeans that look like they've been balled up in the corner of your bedroom for a month. They're called wrinkle effect jeans. You can't iron these wrinkles out. They're supposed to look like that. And when we say wrinkly, we mean every square inch of them. Social media is having a field day with comments like, quote, the jeans I forgot when I find them at the bottom of my wardrobe or hamper. One person joked, Someone who hates folding laundry came up with them. Probably true. If perpetually wrinkled jeans sounds good to you, they're on Zara's website now for 70 bucks. A few sizes already sold out. All right, we're going to talk to Blake Beltram coming up after we thank our friends at Tin City Distillery. Located one of the hottest tasting locations, you could do a tour of the distillery this weekend. Check out tincitydistillery.com. The best spirits. They're, they're a cocktail bar seven days a week, too. They make fantastic cocktails, and they're already basing it with some world-class spirits that they themselves are producing. 
their spirits the highest quality brandy we're talking made from the best vineyards in paso their canned cocktails elevated refreshing right now Check them out at Tin City Distillery on Instagram and, of course, TinCityDistillery.com. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, friend, on and off the air, Blake Beltram, co-founder of MindBody, public speaker, podcast host, seeker, truth teller, all around great guy, always honest, always gives it to you straight with a good heart. He is going to walk us through. I mean, he's done public speaking a lot. He's going to walk us through, and we're going to break down the architecture of this TEDx talk that I'm giving April 14th, packslow.org to get tickets. I'm excited, I'm scared to death. And the idea is to, rather than like we're pulling back the curtain on some grand 15 minute discussion, I don't know how it's gonna go. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm hoping for the best, but getting people like Blake on the show up until April 14th makes a lot of sense as you and I, we break down the blueprint, the construction of a TEDx talk. Thanks for being up in Adam, Blake. Here we are at the Elks. I love being up in Adam. <laughs> You've been to the Elks, though? This is my first time at the Elks, which is amazing because my dad was like the grand poobah, as we called it at the Elks Club, when I was a kid. He was an exalted ruler. He was the youngest exalted ruler in Prineville, Oregon history, I believe. <laughs> what was it like to have your dad be an elk and be the exalted ruler? Do you remember that time? I do remember it. Yeah, I remember the Rocky Mountain Oyster Feed, which was the local favorite. You know, every year they'd have that. And they would have events down there. I was there the day that he got anointed the exalted ruler. And it's quite a show. It's quite a thing. It's very performative, ceremonial. There's a lot of stuff going on. You got to make sure you do things correctly. Yeah, but I I love being a member here. I love volunteering with these guys. Uh, We started an event called Pink Drank a couple years in. I don't know if you went to that last year, but you got to come I missed this year. it last year. you got to yeah. come. It's fun. Yes. Yeah, we got a date this year. I don't have to announce it yet, but it's going to be July 13th. It looked like a blast. I think oh, I was out of town, but it looked like so fun. so awesome. So when you look in here, it's like, I love like the wood paneling, the bricks, the wood, the, the white lattice. Like, it's just so Elks Clubby. It's retro throwback. It is, for sure. Which I like. I yeah, mi- me too. I miss places that have this kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to hang out and chat with you. We are going to kind of like break down the architecture of a TEDx talk or our TEDx talk that we're doing here, April 14th, like we've talked about a little bit on the show here and that we, you and I even met up putting this together. First of all, I mean, you have talked publicly a lot. Your public speaking is vast. You're very good at it. You're very engaging. And you and I went to lunch at Spirit of St. Louis and kind of broke this down. And I just wanted to get you and some other people who know what they're doing when it comes to this and talk about how to even start to put something like this together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I do. I've done quite a bit of public speaking. I actually love it. It's one of the greatest fears that a lot of people have. I think it's up there, you know, in the top three of fears that people have. But I'm one of those weird people that actually love it. And there is a technique behind it. And for TED Talk, I mean, I think my advice to you is, first of all, it really needs to be authentic. You know, you want to get up there and have the courage to be vulnerable and to be authentic. Um, A crowd can smell inauthenticity five miles away. You know, so when people get up there and they're a little too polished or they're a little too slick or it's 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 a turnoff. Do I memorize it, though? I think you have to memorize it. Right. Yeah. I mean, my technique for for public speaking has always been kind of like a golf swing. I work on the technique. I'm a writer, so I like to write everything. I script it. I memorize it. I go through it and through it and through it. And like a golf swing, when the time comes, you want to kind of throw the technique away, say a little prayer, do a little meditation ahead of time, ask to be used as a conduit to communicate whatever the audience needs to hear from you, and just go out there and have fun and just swing. 
Yeah. And if you get off script and you, you know, and you need to veer from it, that's okay too. But yeah, I'm all about use the technique ahead of time. And then then when you get up there, let it go. Yeah. Have fun. Wow. That sounds really exhilarating. Just the way that, that you put that. Somebody else told me that's some good advice. They said to record yourself doing it. Yeah. And they said, watch it back on mute so you just see your body language and you know maybe things you're doing are you, are you touching your ear yeah. or you know, you know hopefully your hands not touching your mouth or something like that and then go back and just listen to it without the visual and really see what how you can improve on both those you know paths and then just put it together. And that's kind of a good idea too. I, I love that. I, I'm all about the technique. I would just implore you that utilize all that technique ahead of time. But the moment that you walk out, you want to be connected to, I mean, this might sound a little hokey, but you want to be connected to God or spirit or source or whatever you believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be connected to yourself. And then you want to make a, an energetic connection with the audience. Do you avoid looking at people or do you actually look at people? I absolutely look at people. Like in their eyes? Yes. My technique is I, I tend to find, I try to find three people. One that's to the far left, one that's to the far right, and one that's to the middle. And you get a vibe oh. about somebody, so you want friendlies. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You want kind of that friendly face. No one like sitting back with their arms crossed right. or, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's always that person that looks or like, like someone that has like resting bitch face or something. Avoid <laughs> eye contact with the, the guy that has resting bitch face or the woman. Yeah. Right. Avoid that. Find the friendly eyes and the friendly vibes. And that's not going to be hard for you. And that's the thing, too. Everybody everybody loves you. You've made lots of connections and friends in town. And everyone in that audience is going to be an advocate for you. So you need to know that, too. Like it's Yeah. A, it's I think most audiences, friendly. you're right. Most audiences, no one wants it to go bad. Like, they're really they rooting do. for it to be smooth. Uh, of course, not boring, but smooth. Because they want – because no one wants to feel the awkwardness when something goes awkward either. You know, you're just like, yeah. Everybody's tuned into WII. FM, you know, what's in it for me, FM. Everyone's everyone's all mostly self-obsessed and insecure. So you have to remember that too. People are sitting in this audience and it can be slightly uncomfortable to be in an audience and you don't know this person next to you and there's somebody in front of you and behind. And so when you um, put them at ease, when you make a connection with them and you make them laugh and you're vulnerable and open with them, it puts them at ease. And you feel the, you can actually feel the audience come together as one and then there's a there's a magic that happens in these situations and I predict that that's that's exactly what's going to happen with you you opened up for Michelle Obama. I did. You brought Michelle Obama on stage? I did. That That's was, a pretty cool story. It was very cool. There were 2000 people in the audience. Wow. And Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we had Blink. it on closed circuit TV uh, for the company too. So there were there were at least a few thousand viewers of this thing. And uh, yeah, she was the keynote speaker for our Bold conference when I was at MindBody back in 2018. And I opened the conference. So it was my job to open and get everybody excited and, you know, yeah. no, no pressure. I'm just no, open, yeah, not at all. Just opening for Michelle Obama. No right. <laughs> and everybody knew it was just waiting for her to come out. So I had to come out and connect to the audience and make them laugh and get them connected. And then uh, the real magic was I brought up my daughter who was 12 years old at the time. And in that whole process, my daughter was so enamored of Michelle Obama and freaked out when I told her that she was going to be there. Freaked out again when I told her she might get to meet her. And then I said, what is it about Michelle Obama that you love so much? And she said this amazing thing. And I wrote it all down. And I told the audience that story. And I said, and I'd like to share with you what she, my daughter said. 
but I think it would be better if she shared it herself. And then I invite her on stage. Oh my gosh, what a cool moment. It was so cool. So my 12-year-old daughter reads this amazing thing that she said, and then I hand her the microphone and I leave the stage. So she's standing there alone, and oh, she wow. says, ladies and gentlemen, and she makes the introduction. Everybody freaked. People were crying. Oh, that's such a cute story, it, though. It was amazing. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And then um, when you do these speeches, I mean, I remember, like, listening to – remember, like, the Brady Bunch? They'd say, like, just picture everyone naked or <laughs> – I think of, like, mem- rather than memorizing 15 minutes, I almost wonder if, like, breaking it into, like, chapters, like, five three-minute chapters, three – I mean, it feels like that's easier to remember. I don't know. But I, I kind of get nervous at the thought of having to remember 15 minutes, even though I could watch the movie Grease or throw up some movie yeah. I've seen a hundred times. I could quote the whole thing. But 15 minutes just to memorize it feels overwhelming. I like the idea of breaking it into chapters chapters, but here, here's the other thing, Adam, and people would ask me this back in my acting days when I would have the lead role in a play. They'd be like, how did, you know, they wouldn't comment on my performance. They would just go, how did you memorize all those lines? Right. But what, this is another reason why you want to be really authentic in, in what you write and what you script and what you share, because what's going to happen is you're going to be taking an emotional journey yourself in those 15 minutes, and you're not actually memorizing words. You're memorizing the emotions, and the emotions, as you tell a story, flow sort of from one chapter to the next to the next. So I like the idea of like five chapters. But you're going to find that when you're in that emotional flow, that the words are going to just come to you very easily. What conjures up in your head and heart when I talk about determination? That's the theme of Sunday, April 14th. What do you think of? It's a great theme because it's something that every single one of us face. You know, I think sometimes people get on stage and they try to act like maybe they're successful in some regard and they sort of try to act like they have everything together. The answer. People get up and try to act like they have their shit together. Yeah. And I think it's so disingenuous. I mean, when it comes down to it, we all struggle with things. We all struggle with things. And so we're all at some point in our life faced with um, how we work through determination, how we conjure determination and how we get through the difficult times. And so I think that's where I would I would advise you to f- to be vulnerable on whatever issues you're comfortable sharing, you know. And every single person in that audience that's authentic is going to relate to the vulnerability and to the challenges that whatever your personal challenges are, they're going to relate that to themselves. Yeah. I think I got to bring up the whole recent transition because that's one of the reasons why they brought oh, me yeah. on. Absolutely. It only makes sense, you know. Well, look at you, man. I mean, you could have, you could be like knee deep in the keg in here right now. I could, just, <laughs> I, I could be finding you out out by the pool, just like slumped over a chair, you know, with like a, a pack of cigarettes and a, <laughs> and, a and, and shots of tequila, and, right. and, and nobody could really blame you because after twenty years, you know what you went through. That that had to be difficult for it you. It was a ride too, for sure. Yeah, you, it was a ride. Yeah, you had to have had some dark nights of the oh soul. sure there's a lot of like self-doubt that creeps in and and just you know what's going on and then oh it's it's all the stages of of grief yeah. no totally just amazing to see that was three months ago and like amazing where, yeah it's incredible to see where things are at now it's great but. you're inspiring to me because i mean i i have my own personal challenges that i've been going through as well and it's inspiring when i see people like you you know yeah. it's like you got up every day and you did something about it you took action you did something about it instead Man. of just sitting around licking your wounds and you're well, kicking butt. Look at you. You're listening to in all 50 states. and got to figure a way to turn this into a TEDx talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's on it's on determination. We should definitely bring you back on sometime in March before maybe you know even maybe even again right before in early April and chat about this again. My goal is to chat with different folks like Blake that you know one no public speaking but two just have a real authentic heart and know how to connect and I'm glad we can have uh, Blake at the ready so we can bring him in anytime. So thanks dude for for being like you know on you know team Adam with this and helping me be you know part of this crew that helps construct what will happen who knows what will happen on april 14th right i mean absolutely i'm always on team adam i am i'm in your corner i'm a big fan and an advocate and uh, here anytime you need me buddy okay before we jet we i've uh, been talking about jewel yeah she's coming to uh, the pack yes. at, on a saturday april 6th and i'm telling you about this or i think maybe you heard yesterday's show and you were like i kind of have a little story I do, with yeah. jewel and it was so funny because the way you were you were trying to be really like not too you didn't want to oversell it but you're like she may have been into me i don't know <laughs> she may have i may have blown a shot with jewel a no few years way back. what happened yeah it's true or it might all be a fantasy in my head but um so a few years ago i was at this conference called wisdom 2.0 in san francisco Synchronistically, I bumped into this television producer I knew, had dinner with him, and he was there to record an interview with Jewel for a documentary. And I was like, oh, dude, can you, can, I, can you introduce me to Jewel? So he invites me to sit in the room while they're interviewing her. And I was the only one in the room other than the small crew. And wow. I got to sit like 10 feet away from Jewel while she was being interviewed. She's amazing. All of the things that she's been through. Oh, sure. Her mental health challenges and the things that she devised on her own to get through her mental health challenges when she didn't have any any help from anybody. It was just I was enamored of her and amazed. And then we had a brief conversation afterwards. And, of course, I had a little bit of a crush on her. And I, I remember calling my friend afterward going, dude, I totally have a crush on Jewel. So – Fast forward six months later, she's going to be at the Chumash, and I find out that there's tickets waiting for me. And I show up at the Chumash, and they were, like, in the friends and family aisle, like, in the middle of the theater. And, like, the people next to me were, like, friends and family on both sides. And uh, I didn't know it, but when I got there, they said my tickets were in a special place, and they were like, oh, you also have tickets to the meet-and-greet beforehand. But no one told me ahead of time, so I, I showed up at showtime. You missed it. I missed the oh, meet-and-greet. And... I, I brought a date. Oh, no. So that really ruined your I shit. think I might. If I did, yeah, if Jewel was, you know. So she just sends some tickets your way and tells you, like, oh, you know, yeah, there's some tickets that the will call for you. and Yeah. That's, God, who knows? I mean, that is still, I mean, that's kind of a question mark. Who knows? It is. It is. I mean, I the story I tell myself is that, you know, she was interested in me in the way I was when we had that conversation and she wanted to meet me at the beat and greet. Now, it may have just been that because of my, because I was the co-founder at MindBody that she she wanted to cement, yeah. you know, more professional relationships. That's probably more likely, but I'm going to go ahead and tell myself the uh, I like the that other story. story. Well, I think that maybe we should. I mean, she's, I believe, single. And I are you single? I, I am. <laughs> maybe we need to go to uh, see Jewel on April 6th. You need to go to adamontil.com, register for some free tickets. Yes, we are giving away free tickets to see Jewel. What a conversation. Blake Beltram, you got to come back on the show again, my man. Anytime, Adam. I appreciate you more than you know. Thanks for being up in Adam, dude. Love it. Substack, he's got a new podcast called Freer on Spotify, all around great guy, Blake Beltram, always gives it to you straight. All right, Robin Coleman coming up next from What's Humane Society. First, let's thank our friends at the General Store, Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. General Store, what, what? 
Connecting you with dozens of local makers is their jam. Over 10 years on the park, downtown Paso, open daily from 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on weekends, on Instagram at General Store Paso. Well, my favorite part about finding forever homes for dogs, again, like I always say, even cats, she's the best, Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society. Thank you so much, Robin, for being up and at him. Hey, I'm happy and I'm up and I'm ready to talk pet of the week. <laughs> I love it. Pet of the week. We got Penguin. Really, really cute dog. And I understand she's been very busy. Oh, she has been very busy and she won't need to be that busy ever again. Penguin came to us just in time. She got rescued as a stray and within days of them pulling her, she gave birth to 12 puppies you guys that is a lot of puppies for any any mom out there so she has done her job she's been in foster she's raised her pups um and now it is time for her to get taken care of and spoiled hopefully she is some kind of mixed breed i don't know what she is but she is sweet and loving and wiggly and adorable her name is penguin because she is just full black and white um all over and um she's about 65 pounds so a large mixed breed dog of some kind she was in foster for a couple weeks with her puppies and they report that she was great at potty training she loved to go out and sunbathe she loved to go in the car and just really a happy wiggly girl and so again because she's been through it we really wanted to feature her and get her into a loving home as soon as possible she is ready to be spoiled and you can check her out on instagram and facebook right now check out her beautiful face and give that post a share and I know we can get her adopted. I just know that there is some lab in this dog just based on the the head. Mm -hmm. I remember Allie and the nose and the, the little mouth. It's a cute dog and it just has a look of like if I put that, if I put a yellow, you know, color over the whole dog and take away the markings, yeah. this is a lab or I don't know, maybe mixed with a little cattle dog or mixed with a little Dalmatian yep. even. But what a cutie mm -hmm. and two years old. You have a long, fun life. This girl's got a lot to do. And she came from a pretty rural area. So I these are the types of dogs that I just love when they make it to Woods. Because not only is Woods pretty awesome for them and we take great care of them, but then they get to go out and live the Central Coast life. And they get to go to the beach and they get to go on hikes and they get to go and be part of the family and go to wineries and all the things that we love to do here. So she is ready to go explore with you. And um, we just love her. So give her give her a share and I do we do have her as a lab mix but yeah she probably if i had to bet lab border collie cattle doggy kind of thing mm -hmm. super cute i love the markings uh, almost like a little phantom of the opera vibes i'm getting uh but tell me yep. um what else is going on with woods right now well, I wanted to share just perfect timing. We have two volunteer orientations come up. Often people ask me, like, what can I do to get involved? Well, I want to become a volunteer. We have spots open coming up at our volunteer orientation at our San Luis Obispo location on March 4th. And we also have our North County Atascadero location. That's going to be coming up on March 10th. You do need to go to the website. You do need to grab a spot for the orientation because we do have to limit it. Um, so that's coming up. More information on our website. We have a whole volunteer page. And then if fostering is something you're interested in, kitten season is just around the corner. So if you've ever thought about it, you can sign up to be a possible foster for kitten season as well. I have some fun news for you. Some Something I'm working on behind the scenes with some people. I don't even know if I'm ready. I certainly can't tell you here yet. Maybe, okay. <laughs> maybe off the air. But uh, something really fun with Woods in mind that I'm thinking of. And I just mm. can't wait to share it with you and Emily and the team over there. 
Okay, I am waiting, and I can keep a secret. I don't like to, but I can keep a secret if you want to tell me off air. <laughs> okay, well, then maybe maybe so. But yeah, I'll be announcing it here pretty soon, but I'm really excited about it. So, uh, Robin Coleman, she is from Woods Humane Society. She is my favorite part about finding forever homes for dogs, even cats. We got Penguin today, a really cute lab mix, two years old, 65 pounds, needs a home, just had 12 puppies. Imagine being a stray and just finding a place to foster you and then you give birth to 12 puppies Ooh. this dog needs a break a life and a forever story yeah. uh, robin thank you so much for bringing penguin to us and uh i just hope you have a great weekend robin and thank you so much for being up and adam oh it is my pleasure thank you adam you're up and adam with adam montiel adam montiel community content from concentrate available wherever you get your podcasts for links and more visit adammontiel.com all right check them out woodshumanesociety.org thank you robin much love. All right, coming April 6th, a special concert for the Foundation of the Performing Arts Center, an organization I find is so worthy, such great people. I sit on a committee for them, and Kristen, the executive director, got with John Couch of Couch Wines, and these two together figured out a way to get multi-platinum recording artist Jewel to the pack on April 6th. Like, this is a show that just got announced. It is going to sell out. You want to get in, go to packslow.org. P-A-C-S-L-O, packslow.org. I'm thinking of just all the hits. Like, of course, like, Who Will Save Your Soul? You Were Meant For Me, Foolish Games. She's got so much going on. It's going to be Jewel and a guitar in slow. Like, watch your lips. Stop it. It's going to be so good. Listen for Up and Adam coming up in the next week or so. We're going to... We're going to roll back the curtains on the way for you to win your way in, but I got one pair of tickets. So we're going to you know, put it out there, give it at random, and we'll figure it out. But I want you to get your tickets because I would love to see you there. Go to packslow.org to see Jewel April 6th in San Luis Obispo. All right, coming up this weekend, my friends at Tambor Winery, T-I-M-B-R-E, in the Low Bro neighborhood, having a grand opening. It's called A Taste of Music. Find them on Instagram, at Tambor Winery. They want folks to register so they know how many people are coming. It's completely free to come out for their grand opening this Sunday, 2 to 4. I'd love to see you out there. Barrel tastings, live music, wine, bites. It's going to be rad. But a special Up and Adam listener is going to win a barrel tasting for four. Go to adamontiel.com. Hit the connect tab. Give me your infos. First one in. Let me know you want that tasting at Tambor Winery. And I definitely hope to see you this Sunday because whoever wins this is going to get 20% off whatever they buy. Any bottle, whatever they buy at Tambor. And it's probably bottles because everything else they're doing for free that day. It's their grand opening. But if you want to buy some bottles, 20% off. Up and Adam listeners, let's do it. All right, go to adamontiel.com, click the connect tab, and let's go. Also, find them on Instagram. That's how you register for this Sunday. It's completely free. They just want to get an idea. Hit their Instagram link and bio thing, and hope to see you on Sunday, 2 to 4, this Sunday at Tambor Winery in the Low Bro. And one listener is going to win that tasting for four. Check it out. All right, Friday. Tonight, looking forward to the James Beer Dinner. If you're headed up for that, for At Her Table, Michelle and all the crazy folks are going to be there tonight. Five badass lady chefs. Man, it's going to be a night tonight up at Sensorio. If you're coming up, come say hi. I'm hosting the event tomorrow. World of Pinot Noir, your favorite wine show, The Pour, is going to be live on the floor once again at World of Pinot Noir. If you're coming to World of Pinot Noir, come by and say hi. Otherwise, we're back Monday. Or I will say, we got a brand new episode of Where Wine Takes You. 
where we talk to Turtle Rock. We're going to France on the waterways. Yeah, we're going back on a, um, the Ama Cristina, one of their newest boats. We're going on the Rhone River August 1st through 8th. Listen to this with Turtle Rock. Like, what? And that's not even, like, that's not even it. Turtle Rock is the main attraction. We also got Kit Kuiper, who's going to be on board from Hawks Hill Ranch. And then we got Juan Mercado from Rise. This boat is going to sink just from winemaker star power. This is crazy. It's going to be fun. We're going to the Rhone August 1st through 8th. You can go to corkandcruise.com, learn more. But please check out the brand new episode of Where Wine Takes You. It is my wine podcast with Paso Wine, and it is now available wherever you get your podcasts. Where you are listening to this one, you can listen to that one. And don't forget, link in the show notes. Yeah. Stay dry. Enjoy the weekend. I love you. Thank you for connecting with us here. My name is Adam Montiel. Thank you, thank you so much for being up and Adam. Start again. We'll start.